0: What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Alter Nerd Reality, where we talk about everything gaming, everything nerdy, basically everything awesome. I am one of your hosts, as always, Hebrew Hammer, and I am joined by Muggin. Yo, yo. And we have some awesome stuff to talk about today, some really cool, interesting updates, some new shows, and uh, some new uh, computer screens that I'm now officially going to buy, I've decided. We'll get to that eventually. <laughs> um, <laughs> you like but that, yeah, huh? let's go ahead i i i'm glad that you found it because i legitimately have been saying like i want one that can anyways we'll, we'll get into it no need to bring it up now um but let me go ahead and do the shameless shilling first before we get into the good stuff so patrons thank you all so much for supporting us we really really appreciate it um, for all of you guys that are interested in becoming patrons make sure to go to patreon.com forward slash anr pod where you can find out more information on everything there and then of course you can join us on our discord discord.me forward slash anr and um, you can just go to the role assignment selection, select anything that interests you, and then you can pop right into the Discord. You can add us if you want, talk to us, whatever you need. And uh, finally, of course, the free thing that you can do to help us out is leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Um, that really does wonders with uh, giving us visibility. Um, so, yeah, please go ahead and do that. All the wonders of the world all the wonders reside in exactly. your hands. <laughs> um, but well, yeah, let's go ahead and jump to the first thing. So this is going to be uh, The Sandman. We talked about that last episode a bit and our thoughts on it. I think we were both at, I think I was at six and you were at seven. Something like at that. At the time, something like that. And uh, so, yeah, we I both finished. finished it
1: now. Did you watch the bonus episode? I did watch the, I was going to ask you how the about same that. Thing. Like, comes out, watch
0: it, and then they're like, hey, by the way, here's some extra stuff. Have here's fun. an extra. I, I liked it. it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and and talk about that a little bit more. So what are your final thoughts on it? 10 out of 10. Let's party. I'm really do. Yeah, no, I
1: loved it. I, I really enjoyed the show. I mean, it obviously had some things here and there. Um, you know, there was, uh, definitely kind of a, it kind of got a little weird right in the middle where it transitioned from kind of like him getting his stuff back into the greater story. Um, they kinda stumbled a little bit there, I thought. Um but I think overall I think it painted a really nice picture and left a nice opening for season two. Um
0: so yeah, I I was pretty impressed overall. So for me, uh I think it was basically episode seven, I think, is whenever they officially transferred over to like the next arc mm-hmm. in the story. And I really loved it up until episode seven. And then this new arc happened and I was like, this is garbage. I honestly was like, this is, this is really bad for so many reasons. But especially with just at the end there, I felt it was seriously, without giving anything you know away, I was just like, I felt like I was in an improv group where everyone was just like, okay, and. Like no ideas were thrown out in the room because they didn't make any sense. People were just like, oh, I know how to do this. Just do this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how in the world would you know how to do that? And so I thought that was just really dumb. And there was a lot of issues there. So the last three episodes for me were really, really bad. My favorite episode was dealing with a character um, that you that he has to revisit multiple times. Um, that I think that was probably my favorite episode in there. Those of you that know what I'm talking about, you'll probably you know, at least remember what I'm what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, so I, overall I thought it was still good. Like I liked more of it than I did not. So I'd probably give it like a, you know, 70% or so. But I will say the last episode, the bonus episode, um, made me feel better about it because I actually really enjoyed the last episode a lot more than the final three episodes. Mm. Um, I, I think
1: I think there was some really good stuff in those final three episodes. I think the parts... Some of the parts, I think, so for me, I think the problem with that ending was that it felt very rushed of her coming kind of into yes. her power. And I get it, like, you've got to get through it to to open up the story for season two. Because you me that that cliffhanger, that last scene didn't make you go, hell yeah, let's go. Um, I don't even remember it because
0: I was so upset with what was going on. It had to do on, with so. hell and stuff. No, oh, I oh like, yeah. I mean, I was like, yeah, that's that's cool, but I wasn't, I still wasn't like, I still wasn't over what had just happened. I was really yeah. a bit like, this was stupid at the end of it. Yeah, I so. think, like, I really liked the whole like convention thing
1: and the deal with the Corinthian. Like, I thought that stuff was kind of fun. Um, mm-hmm. it was just, yeah, the whole, um, the Rose thing, or whatever her name was, was
0: yeah. That was definitely felt a little bit rushed uh, in getting to the conclusion of that one, for sure. Yeah, for me, Rush just putting it very nicely, <laughs> but yes, I I agree. But I did, as far as the bonus episode is concerned, the first twenty minutes of it or so, like I appreciated them trying something different, but yeah, the I was like, cats, yeah. But I was just kind of like, eh, this is kind of dumb. And then, but right after that, whatever got to the IRL stuff. Yeah, that episode um, was like that. Hell was, yeah. That was great. Yeah, the rest of that was was
1: fantastic. Getting so, to see him kind of go off on somebody a little bit, yeah, like with the mind games was like, yeah, that's what that's kind of how I expect the King of Dreams to really mess somebody's day up.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I I really appreciated that. Um, so yeah, like I'm certainly not done with it, uh, but apparently, um, they might not be renewing it for a second season. Yeah, so, I read about that. I, I
1: I have a feeling that they will. I just think that there's, you know... You know how Netflix gets about that shit, but we'll see.
0: Well, apparently it's because it costs so much money for them to make, and although it did very well as far as viewership is concerned, it didn't do nearly as well as they thought it was going to do. Well, I don't understand. Like, yeah,
1: I mean, that's where I don't, I don't understand, like, Netflix metric for doing well like how do you justify if it did well i mean it's sitting at a 10 out of 10 in most things everybody loved it people have said it's the best adaptation anyone could have wanted neil gaiman loved it you know like it's basically i mean it sat in the top 10
0: for a couple of weeks like you know it's that it, it, that's the thing it it sat in the top 10 um it was actually number one for two weeks straight which is very good um it's not like the best they've ever had but it's certainly like you know very very good by netflix standards mm-hmm. but they just spent so much money on it i guess they were expecting a lot more but i feel like that's just really dumb <clears throat> yeah, people think, are always yeah. going to find new things afterwards so well, i think I there's
1: think also that, an expect i think netflix needs to update their like protocol for what is and isn't successful because they have right. to realize also like they're not the same company that they were when stranger things 1 came out they're not they're they're releasing so much content so fast now and there's so much more competition. That things can't sit there. There's so much more competition. The the user pool has dried up. Like like new 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 viewers is stagnant, right? And mm-hmm. um you're going to have to spend more to to keep up with the MCU throwing TV shows up on Disney Plus. Like you know, Disney isn't going to shy away from spending a butt ton of money to put something in the top 10 for 2 weeks. So you need to be ready to now Fork over that cash and I, I felt like as a comic book adaptation that it stood up to and probably kicked the ass of half of the Marvel shows that are that have been released like I could put it up against a lot of the Marvel shows that I've seen so far and say I liked Sandman better do you know
0: what I mean I think I could do that to some but honestly, not all the of them but some really of them, put me but down some of them but yeah. So anyway. but either way, I really hope that. Yeah, I, I hope it does get a second season, despite yeah. all things that I've said, because I do think it deserves it, especially after it showed that that bonus mm-hmm. episode. So, yeah. But yeah, let's move on to the next thing here. So we're going to talk about She-Hulk. That's um, the new series from Disney. What did you think of it?
1: So I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. So I will admit that I put it up here primarily because the reviews of it were far kinder to it than I had expected them to be. So I didn't know if you had a chance to watch it yet or no.
0: No, actually, my wife and I are going to be watching it tonight. So So
1: my wife refuses to watch it, which is why I haven't seen it. Because she's like, yeah, she saw the trailer and was like, what the fuck? I'm out. (laughs) She's like, I'm out. I'm like, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Don't blame you. But then the reviews came in and they were like, you know, pretty much giving it, you know,
0: you know, oh, this is great. So good. Like, really well done. And I'm like, oh, God. I see I, I I am I am thinking right now like is it because it is she-hulk if this was he-hulk would it be a different response maybe I have we'll no idea I feel like it's harder to critique those things in this era fairly sometimes so we'll see how it how it actually does I am yeah. interested to see it um I I honestly love really well-done lead character female characters So, hopefully, she is one of those, and the only thing that's going to be annoying to me is just the special effects, because I could deal with that as long as the story's good. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, Let's go ahead and move on to the next thing. Netflix cans Resident Evil. I am not surprised.
1: Nor am I. So, (laughs) yeah, so
0: they said, like,
1: didn't do as well as they'd expected. It did okay, you know, but according to their metrics, it was definitely not renewable. Um, the guy who wrote the story for it basically said, that's fine because, you know, this was really supposed to be, I, I didn't, and I didn't finish watching it because I just couldn't get through it. Um, you know, that Albert Wesker's storyline was over and that it would have mm-hmm. been carried on, you know, via, I guess, whatever's left of, you know, the, the, the daughter or whatever, but, um, he was okay with it, I guess. So yeah one day they'll realize that resident evil wins when it's like a small location that you're stuck in trying to figure out the craziness going on around you as opposed to a huge spanning action adventure apocalyptic crazy it's it's like they keep going to this huge
0: apocalyptic action movie and that's never what resident evil was so anyway exactly so yeah i agree with you hopefully they do um you know give it another shot eventually down the road and and go with something a little more intimate. Um but yeah, let's move on to the news section. So well, hold on one and, second, you skipped. Um, oh. but in that yeah. in the
1: wake of that cancellation, they also said, Hey, we've renewed Umbrella Academy for the fourth and final season. So
0: how did I miss this? This is one of my favorite Netflix shows. Yeah, um, so
1: they've 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 announced that they've renewed it and that it that per the creator
0: it is the final season of the show. Yeah, so I kind of felt like this was gonna happen. I knew it would get renewed. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling that it would be the final season.
1: That's what somebody else told me was like they I don't see how they could make it another season after this like it's
0: gonna it's gotta wrap up at this point. There's not really much left well it was it was a combination of three things basically that led me to it was that a last season I think was the weakest season of the bunch, and it was still very good like I enjoyed it, but I saw the visual effects go way down at least for the first two three episodes Mm -hmm. oddly um so that was weird so i already knew something was up um whenever that happened but also yes narratively speaking like it did kind of write itself to be it looks like it it could be a natural ending coming up Mm -hmm. and then c would be i i know the um the comic that it's based, or you know that it is taken from and they don't have any new material out that they haven't um, wrote about now, yeah. so I, it, it kind of makes, makes sense. sense that this would happen. So, but I like yeah. that.
1: I like when a show knows that it's it's ending and that it that it properly
0: closes itself out. So I'm glad yeah. to hear that they're gonna. They're doing yeah, a show going out on its own terms is nice. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but let's go ahead and move on to the news now. So, Embracer buys Lord of the Rings rights um, by buying the company that holds it. This was a pretty interesting move. Um, what did you think about this one?
1: I mean it, it is what it is. I think it was interesting the way they went about it. So what they did is there's this company called Middle Earth Enterprises, right? And it owns the I don't know how to explain this, it owns the literary rights to the intellectual property that is the Lord of the Rings. Right. Um outside of like like the, the publications base rights themselves. Right. Yeah. Um, the base rights and that these are the rights that had been licensed out to Warner brothers to make the Lord of the Rings films, you know, Warner brothers games to make the video, you know what I mean? These are the rights that people buy right. to create things of their own out of the IP that is Lord of the Rings. Right. right. And the way they purchased it, instead of saying, we're going to buy the rights off of you, which thereby would then revoke the rights to everybody else. They bought the whole company, which means anybody who has currently IP uh, licensing with them keeps going as if nothing has changed. And the way yeah. Embracer's been lately with their buyouts is they just buy it, and the group the group that they buy just kind of keeps operating, and it's Still just they're the in, overlords yeah. of the money, basically. But they operate indep- every company operates independently. Another thing that's good for these guys is that Embracer also happens to own a company called Asmodee, which owns Fantasy Flight Games, which holds the licensing for all of the Lord of the Rings board games, of which they make some very good ones and a very good card game, so now they no longer have to pay licensing fees annually for all of that stuff. They get it now free since they own both companies, so that's
0: a nice bump for them. I feel like considering how many studios they have now, because they've been buying up things left and right... I feel like this is uh, not a bad thing because it just kind of deletes a middleman that they would have to go through otherwise to make properties for this.
1: Yeah, the question becomes: What happens when all of these other companies, like lose, you know their their contracts expire? Does Embrace mm-hmm. or hoard it, or do they continue to license it question. out to make money? I would think yeah. since they're they're a, like a um, like a venture group that they would just keep licensing it out because why not continue to make money? you know every right. year annually for 10 years from warner brothers who's pay- paying for the rights you know what yeah I mean? it's always the leverage of can, can they do it, it better for or own not? stuff
0: you can also use it for your own stuff right, right right yeah and so i i think that that probably will be the way it goes but yeah. you know we'll we'll see either way it's a big you know important property that the thing that was off, nuts so. to
1: me was how cheap they got it for like it was, it was like was 700 it was like 750 million dollars I thought it said it was two billion. That was the that was what they were shopping it at. They said we want two billion, and these guys bought it for seven hundred fifty million. Like a week later. Oh wow! So it's like okay. they didn't even hold out. They didn't Talk even like hold it. out. They just like took the first offer they got thrown at, and they're like, sweet, yeah. seven hundred fifty million bucks. I'm out. Best bargain ever. For, but yeah, uh, I mean, like I feel like yeah, I feel like that's like that's like pennies for an IP like that. I mean, I know it's not like Star Wars or Marvel or something like that, but. You know, well, there it's have, been some, still there have be. been some pretty prop popular things that have come out of it. And we've got a new, you know, show coming in what a week, mm-hmm. you know, with the Rings of Power that could revitalize that whole like thing. I, I think Embracer was smart to jump on it before that show came out, because there's a chance that that show could repopularize that whole thing through the yeah, roof.
0: I definitely agree. But it also has the ability to kill it harder. Well, yeah, but it, I mean, and, and the other fact is that
1: Amazon, from what I understand, used a loophole, so they don't even, they're not even paying for rights.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I guess the TV part of it specifically was, you know... There's a loophole was, like, for TV, but
1: also the, the the core Lord of the Rings <laughs> goes into public domain in a few years because
0: it's so old. Ah. So okay, yeah, that's other, true. There's, anyway, there's some weird shit, but... All, all right. right, well, next thing we're going to talk about, Amazon Prime Gaming, free September. Um... Assassin's Creed Origins and Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor. Two fantastic bet, gonna games. are going to be Farizis for September. Amazon Absolutely. Prime's been really,
1: really hooking it up. I mean, obviously these are older games, but they are. Mm-hmm. There's always like two like top-notch AAA. Another one that, that there's eight games total, and most of them are indies, but these two and then the other kind of bigger AAA is Football Manager 2022 is also in there. So, if you're into, like, soccer management sims, that one's in there as well. But, you know, I know in Assassin's Creed Origins is, you know, three Assassin's Creed's back. But, you know, a lot of people hold that one in really high regard. Um, And then the Middle Earth... Yeah, that was the big shift. Yeah. So... The the Middle Earth one is the one where you have, like, the Nemesis system and stuff. So, that one is also pretty cool. And it's free. And if you haven't gotten it yet before the month ends... um. The, uh, there's still StarCraft Remastered is free right now, which is like, go get that. Like, I mean, why don't you already have that for free remastered? Like, <laughs> um, and something else, I forget what it is. But um, that one is that one that everyone should be grabbing, for sure.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I will say Amazon Prime like is one of the best um, subs that I have, just because oh, yeah. I get so much stuff out of it. So much more than anything else. So, it's, I mean, I'm yeah, it's, glad it's about really that. dumb.
1: Like, I remember when people were like, oh, my God, it's getting 20 bucks more expensive. I'm like, "Yes, yeah, so like I yeah. get more out of that t- way, 20 more. bucks than than I get out of 20 bucks I spent anywhere else.
0: Yeah. Not to mention how many free skins and League of Legends I've got because of it. So, dude, I don't you, listen yeah, I'm down. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to
1: lie. Like, uh-huh. I still claim all of that crap. Oh, like wow, I claim funny. it all. Like I go in. You're I claim, just a hoarder. I, I know. I claim the skins. I claim all the skins. Like I've been claiming all the Destiny Two stuff forever. Oh you wow! Know, even call, though man. I've like I I I've taken quite a long break from it. I'm like, if I ever go back, all <sighs> these crap's gonna be waiting for me. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, yeah. But I grab all the lo- league stuff. The the um all the Rune Terra stuff, like, why not have all that stuff if I ever play it again?
0: I mean, like, go back and there's going to be, like, You'll 300 free cards, you know? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I definitely am a fan of it. Um, them having uh, Assassin's Creed Origins and M- Middle-Earth, like, those, those two games especially, as you said, were fantastic, both mm-hmm. of them. Origins was the original shift from the play style that we saw on release to what it is now. Um, It did a very good job of it. It was very buggy whenever it came out. Obviously, that stuff's fixed. Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, still one of the funnest games I've ever played. Um, Such a good game. The combat system is amazing for it, so don't sleep on either of those. Um, Let's go ahead and move on to the next thing. This is the thing I was alluding to earlier in the show. Corsair, new screen goes flat to curved by you literally grip it and pull it. On the edges, and it turns into a curved screen. I'm digging this. What about you? I,
1: I, I'm i looking forward to find, seeing how many people just fucking snap that bitch and <laughs> destroy the screen. Like, 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 lol, <laughs> Tyler, you know, just like yeah. snaps that thing in half. I and mean, he's like, God damn it. But no, it's cool. I mean, it's a big screen, though, dude. It's a 45 inch, um, flexible, uh, yeah. LG W OLED panel. Um, yeah. Um but yeah it's 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 pretty cool it's it's you know it's using the same tech that they're using on all their other you know phones that can fold in half so it's pretty cool um it looks like it's the first one that's going to make it to market like fully ready to buy you know what i mean there's mm-hmm. been some demos and stuff of it before but this one's like the first one um that you can actually get it looks like
0: yeah it does look very cool. I like the idea of being able to switch it, you know, because that's why I don't want a curved screen is that sometimes I I like it flat, right? But I sometimes I would like the idea of a curved one with some of the games I play. So, um, yeah, anyways, right up my alley. Definitely excited to uh, try this one out. So we shall see. Um, but let's go ahead and move on to the next thing here, and that is the PS5 Price hike. Mm-hmm. So, in some places of the world, what was it Europe, Australia, and where uh, UK, Australia and EU? That's right. Japan, um, all those places it's going up in Japan as well. Oh yeah, Japan. yeah. So we're seeing a bit of a price hike over there. Um, it looks like anywhere from thirty to fifty dollars, um, you know, in its relative currency. So yeah, I mean, this is as the article even mentions is the first time we've ever seen a console hike up its prices before. Granted it's not by a huge amount, but still it's something.
1: Well, I think the thing that's really screwing them over right now is that they're the first to do it. Um, and you know, people, people are going to say like, I, I saw some things, some various, um, comments and stuff to some articles on this, you know, one of the things was like I get that things are tough now, but this is a bad look, and someone goes, Well, you know, graphics cards went up during the storage shortage by twenty percent and but but now they're going down and a lot of people are basically saying we don't think that these are gonna go down, that this is just gonna be the new you know, the new price. And the question now is does does Nintendo and my and Microsoft follow? And I think they're gonna be like, No. I think they're going to use this as an opportunity to snag some market share from people being pissed off that the price went up.
0: But. I think, yeah, I think right now, um, I think all, no matter what you are, I think that all of these consoles will go down um, eventually because I think whatever Nintendo decides to do, like there is going to be more systems that they put out. They like to put out new systems. We've talked about this before, but the console system... Strategy is kind of being phased out as we speak. So, I don't think we're going to be seeing much more of that. So, I think that eventually these things will drop in price probably a lot sooner than we've ever seen them drop before. So, this little temporary price hike doesn't, I mean, uh, this may sound callous because I already have one, but it doesn't bother me that much. But even if I didn't have one, it wouldn't bother me terribly much. Yeah,
1: and they don't even do it in America, which is weird. Like the US. Like yeah, you feel like out of all people we'd be the ones to throw money at it. I
0: don't know what the deal is there, but (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Anyway. But all right, well let's go ahead and move on to the gaming section. So Mm -hmm. first thing we're gonna talk about is Tower of Fantasy after two weeks. What are we thinking? I'm I'm digging it man.
1: I was doing some um bosses with Chew the other day which was super Mm -hmm. fun. (laughs) We're teleporting around blowing up baddies. Um, she was all in on this thing. Yeah, he's he's been playing quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. I got my second pity on the golds, and I hit pity on the nemesis banner. And thank little baby Jesus, I hit nemesis instead of I won the coin flip because I was, I was for sure, dude, I was certain mm-hmm. with my luck that it was going to give me an off banner, and I was going to fucking smash a phone. But I got her. <laughs> um, so now the big question is, do I push for three more pulls and get a dupe because her c1 is like super strong mm-hmm. so i'm gonna she's she's here for like another five days so mm. right now i'm just saving up i have enough for a pull in the in the black crystals or whatever and then tomorrow we get that free 10 pull from the calendar from the summer event so mm-hmm. that's two tens so if i happen to make it to three i might i might do it um if i don't then i won't spend them i'll just save them so right but they did announce the next character uh which is going to be frig and then they showed off uh 2.0 so should be interesting
0: okay very nice um for me tower of fantasy has taken a backseat to genshin only because genshin 3.0 yeah just launched we'll talk about that more in a second but i i do like tower of fantasy I think that it has aspects to it that I wish Genshin had. You know, I can't, I can't not compare the two. Considering I played well, no, I don't think you're supposed to not. compare um, Right, and so it does have things that Genshin uh, does not have that I wish it did, and then it, uh, the vice. I mean, versa is also true because I definitely wish that it had the polish that Genshin had. Because honestly, I've hit so many glitches in this game; it's it's crazy. Um, I don't know if it's just me or what, but. It is very frustrating to deal with all of them, and that has kind of dragged me out of it a little bit. That being said, so I have I have spent money on this game, and it was it's been like eighty bucks that I spent, so it's not a small amount either. Um, I have Nemesis, I have that's pretty much the only besides what is her name, Meryl, Meryl. Mm-hmm. Um, I have those two. So honestly, yeah, I have been terrible with my pulls. I've only gotten characters on pity, so that hasn't felt great either. But I do say I. This has a better pity system than anything I've seen because mm-hmm. if you, if you on your way up to your pity, if you get a five star, it doesn't matter. You still get your pity. So exactly I think, that's, I, I I think that is fantastic. You, man, I yeah. love that so much. That's such I agree a great,
1: that's such a great system and it doesn't hurt them at all. It only makes me want to pull more because mm-hmm. I know that I'm always going to, I'm always gonna get a pull at eighty. Like, so if I have a run of bad luck, I don't get like, well, you know, annoyed. And if I hit a hit an SSR that I don't want, I don't go great. My pity reset. So I was fifty, you know, I was forty pulls in. So now it's another eighty until I get another SSR. And oh, great, I didn't need this guy. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, I will say though, I, I think I've been very lucky on my black nucleus pulls. Cause now I've pulled mm-hmm. SSRs twice on those things. One wow. was a King dupe and I've now pulled my third Coco Ritter off of that. So I've pulled her three times now somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, which is crazy because she's like a really good healer. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I've just really been enjoying it and I, I wanted to tell you this. So I figured I'd wait till the cast. So, I upgraded um, the wings, right? Uh-huh. Like the hover wings. So, remember how we were talking about how annoyed we were about the stamina with the wings and like yes. you could only float for so far? Yeah. When you give them their first upgrade, they no longer cost stamina to glide. Oh, okay. That's so, good. you can glide infinitely. Now, if you do, you know, you do every so often have to wait for the refresh timer, but right. because you're not on stamina, it's not as often. Um, but then you can also start doing the infinite the infinite glide where you do the dash and then re-glide and dash and re-glide because you just never run out of stamina. Right. So that, that was a real, a real change for me. And then also I started using the grappling arm a lot more. Mm -hmm. And that thing is, that thing is awesome. Um, It really don't give a crap about how far it has to shoot to yank you up somewhere. So that's really changed the verticality of the game for me quite a bit. So, um, that is nice. I think yeah. it's just about getting used to it, and then it looks like basically upgrading a lot of those tools really starts to
0: change it for you. So, anyway, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Now, tell yeah. me about Genshin Three. So, Genshin 3.0 just released. Um, super excited about that. Uh, it is um, the launch of Sumeru. That's the new uh, region that they unlocked. It is a beautiful region. It's mixed with its rainforests and deserts. So, you know, two totally contrasting environments. Interesting combo. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but uh, they do it so well. It is amazing. Let me tell you, this is astounding to look at. Uh, The polish on it is insane. The new stuff that they implemented, very, very cool. Um, And yeah, the new story, obviously, if you're a fan of the story, you're going to love what's happening in the game. I don't want to give anything away, but they've just done a really good job. That just released, I want to say, four days ago. Um, so yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. That's where my time has gone instead of, uh, Tower of Fantasy. I will be hopping back in on Tower of Fantasy as soon as I'm kind of done completing the story, at least with Genshin, um, and catch back up to my, my normal drip time with Genshin. But yeah, definitely good time to hop in. Um, if you're looking to hop into Genshin because the new region, it's good stuff. They're going to refresh the is about to hit. So um, the refreshes in the stores and everything like that is going to happen. And yeah, just lots of, lots of fun, cool stuff. Um, that's pretty much it. So we can move on to the next thing. Warhammer 40k tacticious. Tacticus. Tacticus. Yes. What do you think about... I know you're the 40K fan. I've never oh, played yeah, a 40K a, game I'm in my a, life. Yeah, I mean, I've been
1: playing tabletop 40K for 22 years. I started in 2000. Um, when it was in... What was it? Third edition? Now it's in 10th or 9th. Or, I don't even know. They changed the names and shit. Um, yeah, I love 40K. I love the lore. I love the models. I mean, everything about it is a lot of fun for me. I really like... You know, the, there's a pretty... It's a pretty brutal shit in that universe. Um, But yeah, so this is like, um, I'd say the easiest thing to compare it to would be like Fire Emblem Heroes. Um, You know, you have a small group of characters. um, It's a small grid. It's hex based instead of um, instead of square tiles. So that Mm -hmm. actually changes like tactics quite a bit because you have much more uh, connecting grids when you're doing like things like AOEs and, and, you know, adjacent attacks and stuff. Um, it's the factions in it are pretty cool. Basically there's, they have five characters for each of the factions that are in the game so far. Um, and you field five people, so you can field a full faction or you can field just, you could, you can mix and match them like an arena. You can put whatever you want in, in a lot of the modes, you can just do whatever you want. It's in mostly in the campaigns have like kind of requirements. Like this is a campaign where you're only using Imperial. Or this is a campaign where you're only using chaos or orcs or whatever, um, mm-hmm. so that that's when they start limiting you to factions. But you only need three of the faction to start it, and in most cases, they're 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 given as specific rewards in the game, so they're not too mm-hmm. hard to get. Um, so yeah, it's that's been pretty cool. Um, it, it's got a gotcha to it that is like one of the crappiest, most expensive gotchas I've ever seen, and they're super stingy with the the crystals to buy it, but they're not super stingy with giving you the free pull scrolls. And if you wait until 10 pulls, until you can do a 10 pull, you're guaranteed a full character. And since like almost every pull I've done, I've gotten like three to five legendaries in it. Like I pulled some Mm. pretty bonkers good characters out of it so far. Um, And then a a lot of the base characters are really good and you can farm those shards directly from game nodes. Um, So it's kind of like a little bit of everything mixed into a tactics game. There's right. guilds and guild raids. There's salvage runs. There's a bunch of different game modes. Some cost stamina. Some uh, have like a set amount. Like you, you can have up to twenty. You can stock up to twenty arena battles. You know what I mean? Right. And then burn them down, which takes some time. And then they refresh like every so many minutes. Do you know what I mean? But then there's stamina uh, for the regular missions and and some other stuff. But it's all kind of independent timers, so you can really sit down and play for a good period, and then just like walk away for the day. Um, so I've been having a lot of fun with it. I've been playing with a couple. I mean, I know a couple of the patrons are playing. Um, so I got in a, uh, in a guild with give me scotch and, uh, hopefully a spot opens up. We can slide
0: farm geek in there, but it's been, it's been pretty fun so far. That's good. I'm, I'm glad for all the 40 K fans out there. At least for me, the aesthetic isn't exactly what I like, <laughs> but, um, I do like the, uh, the grid system though, that they have put yeah. in place. I think that makes it more, you know, tactical, so. Yeah, I do like that. Um, All right, well, let's go ahead and move on to this next little item here. Avalanche Games reveals they worked for two years on a now-canceled Iron Man game. Mm -hmm. Apparently, so uh, Avalanche is the creators of Just Cause, and apparently Disney just wanted this thing done super fast. They couldn't do it, and then it ended up all just going down the toilet.
1: Yeah. They basically quit. Like
0: they said, nah, we're, we're going to you hear
1: we'll, we'll give this up because they said, you know, basically what the guy said, who he, he left lamb avalanche in 2020 made his own company. So they were talking about something else. And he basically said like, it would have completely broken the studio if we had tried to do this because we would have hired, had to hire like 80 people just to finish it on time. And then what the hell were we going to do with all those people? You know yeah. what I mean? So then we're just hiring people to fire them. And it just wasn't something that we wanted to be involved with. So we just said, screw it and, and
0: gave it up. So, yeah. So I wonder where that cost goes. I mean, like, did the developer eat that cost? I would assume They probably so. get paid um, up
1: to where they worked. And then they have to pay like a penalty or something. It depends on what the contract was written for.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. Cause I-, I can't imagine, like, if I was Disney, I'd be like, well, you guys just can't quit if you guys agreed to the you know, to the contract, then you have to finish it. But then at the same time, I could see them being, well, you guys are being mm-hmm. unrealistic about it. So maybe they, maybe they found a way to wiggle out of the contract. Or yeah. That's what I get, I'm guessing. Yeah. So anyways, that's very typical Disney though, this day and age. I feel like get it done now, you know, now, now, mm-hmm. now. Um. So yeah, we'll, we'll have to, I mean, I guess we won't see how that plays out because we already know how it plays out. Yeah. It's not coming, but <laughs> hopefully uh, Disney changes their attitude and, Gets a little bit more okay with um, dev companies taking their time. Yeah, um, but let's go ahead and move on to the next item. Pokemon Unite gets a new map. Mm-hmm. It's coming or soon. Um, this is ironic because I just played Pokemon Unite um, after a hundred and one day. It gave me the countdown timer of last time I logged in. hundred and one days <laughs> since I last played it. Played it last night again with my buddy who plays it a lot. Um, bullshit are in all right let me tell you oh there's
1: some <laughs> sh- there's some real shit bags in that game let me yep. tell you something there's some real shit there's some real characters that just like oh god really make me mad Yep. Um, i played it the other that, day I, when the new event started i have to jump in and get some more stuff but you know where you logged in for five days and you got a free character or whatever and i played with my son like two games and i was like i am so Furious that if I play another one, I will just snap my switch in half because this is, this character is bullshit and I'm not yeah. going to deal with that idiot again. It's like, you're supposed to be a support, but you're killing our whole team. This is not okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I it's funny because there's a character um, in the game, Tyranitar. He's new mm. and um, he's actually the most expensive out of any character they've ever released. And uh, my buddy, he's he's Master Tier, and and he was like, dude, let me tell you, this character right here, it literally, it heals, it does massive AoE damage, it's super tanky, it literally does everything. It's an instant win. And it, I was like, no way. And then he sent me a video clip of him absolutely destroying everyone as this character, literally like 4v1ing with this one character. Uh-huh. It was pretty crazy. That's um, but yeah, then I played with him and I saw him do it in person. And yeah, it was very much that. It was ridiculous. So yeah. there's definitely some balancing issues with the game. But I'm glad that they are getting um, you know some new maps and stuff like that. Because I will say I am getting a little tired of playing on the same map. I think it's just because the games are so short. I see it so often. So yeah. Glad yeah and I can't tell from the screenshot. Right. like From the top view
1: screenshot, it looks like the map is actually not really all that different um like all yeah. the routes and it, it's just more like a skin but they exactly. are changing um the boss in the, the middle se- from the zapdos to, to rayquaza and apparently his buff isn't nearly as broken like when like you get it you win basically no matter where you were um, yeah so yeah, that,
0: that was one of my biggest critiques with pokemon unite is that um the swings it didn't really matter how anyone was doing it's just whoever gets zapdos wins basically yeah Yeah, for sure. And then, um, but they have had
1: some fun modes. They have a game mode right now where, like, everybody is Pikachu and all of the enemies on the map are Pikachu for the anniversary. And, Mm -hmm. like, so they definitely do step into the fun zone, which I I have to appreciate
0: because. I like that. I think that's that's where they should go. Yeah. Yeah. So, I agree. Um, Let's go ahead and move on to the next thing. A Crypto Monster Hunter Untamed Isles. Boy, that's a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes bust before release. Yes, yes. After raising half a
1: million on Kickstarter. Yeah, um, and then they can't pay back their in their uh, backers, right? Of which they deserve zero dollars. To be completely fair, <laughs> because I don't know when people didn't realize that Kickstarter is an investment and it is a capital investment, and you, you are ride or die. Absolutely yep. nothing. So yep. no backer is entitled to a nickel. You are giving yep. that money to the developer of your own free will, with the knowledge that you may never ever get anything about it. Go read the terms and conditions. Like they're yep. not even if they tell you they're going to give you something, they're not obligated to actually give you anything. Yep. Um, at one point or another, Kickstarter basically became a pre-order zone for um, you know big name companies and people who were already technically funded, um, and it was basically just a way to take pre-orders without having to like set up a storefront. Right. Um, but these indie guys like these smaller companies, they are going to, there are going to be companies that launch and fail. And there's been plenty of them. Um, and this is one of them. They bet big on NFTs, um, and crypto bullshit. And they didn't do well. They did not yep. do well. And they are not going to be doing a damn thing. So, uh, yeah. it looks like they've basically said they're putting it on. They, they said that they didn't actually invest any funds into crypto all raised through crowdfunding and traditional investment were spent by the studio developing the game. The reason for the pause is due to the company exhausting its available funds. We have 70 full-time staff and had so for over a year and ran a smaller team for over two years. Um, They had some investors pull out recently due to concerns about both the economic market and crypto market. Um, at the moment, which made it very clear we would not reach early access. So, these, they're saying that they had some traditional investors pull out that really basically just drained their money for the, the, what
0: they needed to finish. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Which is, that's what around. happens. I mean. Yep. That's the name of the game in game devving, I suppose. Yep. Um, But yeah, that's a, I wouldn't say it's unfortunate, but honestly, you know, a, the crypto miner games, I'm not a big fan of. so. Yeah. I'm okay with that not coming to fruition. So, Um, I just, I'm
1: tired of seeing people who back these projects like demand their money back and then the company getting a bad rap because they didn't give their money back when they're not owed a nickel. And I just, right. It's like, you got to, when you, like, to anyone listening, when you put money into the internet, into the cookie jar of somebody else, just make sure you know what you're buying because, like, don't, you know, it's just, it's stupid not to read about it. I read a lot about Kickstarter before I kicked my first project. And I've kicked, yeah. I think, thirty-seven board games now. You wow. Know what I mean, and I've had, I think, two of them failed, and I didn't expect a nickel back. And both of them happened to refund me. But, um, you know, what I mean, they were small ones though. They were like, you know, fifteen bucks and twenty-dollar like little teeny tiny games that just ended up right. not being where they wanted them to be. But, um, yeah, just be smart about that stuff is all I gotta say.
0: Yeah. Um all right well, let's go ahead and move on to the next thing here so death stranding is headed to game pass uh mm-hmm. for p c um that's a good good news I guess because I mean it's a good game, lots of people like it. I still have not played it I don't think I'm ever going to it's just not my style of game but anything going on to game pass is always a great thing oh yeah and the, well the funny thing is is it's a playstation
1: exclusive it yeah' was a play it was a it's a playstation like funded game and now it's going on the microsoft pc game pass so yeah it's just another one of those issues where disney where uh, disney where sony is like talking a lot
0: of shit and then not and then like doing the opposite and then yeah exactly uh i i think that this is very much going to be the scenario moving forward i think that they were kind of fighting against something that was inevitable and i hope that they just kind of realize yeah, we're going to have to put it over there. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And just be okay with that because it's fine. Yeah. Um, players win at the end of the day, so it's a great thing. Yep. Um, let's go ahead and move on to the next thing. Uh, Destiny 2 Pirate Update goes live. So it's the new season for Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think about this?
1: I mean, I, so I've taken quite a break from Destiny, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to jump back in. A good friend of mine has started playing again and he's gone in deep. And let's just merge these two topics together. Destiny 2 Lightfall was finally, they dropped the reveal trailer and all the info on it. And it looks awesome. Um, yeah. The, it looks like it's going to be in this, they're calling it, let me look what they named it. It's the the hidden city of Yomama. If I could scroll up fast enough. Um, the hidden, the secret city of Neo Muna. It's a neon metropolis, but it looks like straight out of a, you know, synth wave cyberpunk, you know, backdrop like neon lights everywhere and floating balloons and shit. And, uh, you know, all your characters run around like crazy in the new strand tech um, that they're having for the, you know, the classes that gives them like all these weird abilities and stuff. My boy, Mm -hmm. the Titan gets these crazy green hammer spike hand things that look like he's just going to mess your face up. Um, but yeah, it looks, it looks pretty dope. And then there's, they're bringing a lot of kind of cool, they're bringing a fire team finder to the game. And then they're also have announced that yeah. they will no longer be vaulting content, which to me is huge. Yeah. So nothing from shadow fall forward, which is the beginning of this arc of story. Like this is supposed to the light falls, the finale of this darkness arc. Um, None of the darkness arc will be vaulted. It remains to be seen if they unvault like Forsaken and, and some of the earlier stuff, um, because you know that was still kind of a like a shit move in my opinion when they did that. Because like I've been playing WoW, you know, since it came out, and they never vaulted anything. Like that game is still contains every piece of content that they ever put into it. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. But anyway. Regardless, the, the the it looks like there's going to be some cool stuff in there. They've got um, some Fortnite collab where there's going to be some Destiny skins going to Fortnite and some Fortnite stuff coming to Destiny in, in the skin market. So that'll be interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, for me, Destiny 2, the gunplay was always just... It was a that game is a top notch shooter, like the one all the weapons handle differently, they all have a different feel. You can really find something that you like. Um, the loot, you know, the loot grind was good. You always felt like you were doing something, getting somewhere. Um, you know, the opposite of Diablo Immortal, where you felt like you were never getting anywhere. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, I think there's some cool stuff. This new season has like treasure maps and. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff. So yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to trying to jump back in. I just need to find. So on PC, it's up to like basically almost nine, nine hundred and ninety something gigs for the install. It's almost a full. It's like, or 99 gigs or something. It's 99 gigs or something like that. It's, it's something I have to look. Yeah. It's almost a hundred gigs now. So I got to figure out where <laughs> I can install that on my tiny ass solid states, you know?
0: Right. Well, yeah, it, it looks amazing. Like, Destiny 2 Lightfall, the cinematic for it is astounding. I cannot wait. Um, this is the first time I've been this excited to play Destiny 2 in a long, long, long time. Definitely going to hop back in for it. Um, especially this season with this pirate theme season. Like, yeah, I'm about it. Well um, yeah, and
1: right now all content is free for the first week of 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 uh Season of Plunder, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But I also heard that like Witch Queen, which is obviously the which is the one I haven't I don't own was was just the best expansion they've had yet. So, I'm yeah. looking forward to diving into that. Um
0: same. We I mean, and story. luckily everything is cross platform cross play now, I believe. So except for you know.
1: owning it. That's the part that sucks.
0: Like Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like it so you be, get Destiny 2 in and of yeah. itself
1: is free. But then you need basically right now you need three expansions to be fully caught up. Right. And they're on sale all over the place right now with this announcement, but it's still like if I wanted to put it on my PC, all I need to do is buy Witch Cream Witch Queen, which is like twenty to thirty percent off all over the place. Right, I wanted to play it on one of my consoles. <laughs> I gotta buy two other expansions, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though I already own, own them, I, I know that that's something that, that is just impossible for them to really do, I guess, at this point. Yeah, unless it's done, you know, where you're buying it directly from them and it's just like an unlock. Um, like how you can go from which Android I would be to fine I- for. Android okay. to iOS with a game and it, you know. You, yeah. you carry your progress, and it's free to play, and you don't have to buy anything else. If you bought it on one, it's on the other. But I, I'm sure there's the Sony and Microsofts and Steams of the world that are like, uh-uh. I want my cut. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Don't let I them agree. buy
1: it on Steam, and then I Sony don't get my cut, my thirty percent. So some uh, hopefully
0: one day they they figure that out. But um... I would say it should be just be like maybe even just ten dollars to buy the game, which is really just access to the client um for the consoles and then your progress you sign into your account and your progress carries over everywhere
1: yeah um, what's well, the expansions that they've got to fund because they basically well, said now that destiny mm-hmm. 3 isn't even in the pipeline right now right so they they've just overhauled they said they've they're in the process of a full overhaul of the destiny 2 like back end and lightfall includes most of that that will keep the game running for many years to come. So I think the plan at this point is just kind of like the world of Warcraft, which is just to leave destiny Two as the core and just keep expanding upon it. And they'll just do a stat shrink at some point. Um, but yeah, that's, I think where they're going with it, which is fine with me.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. Well, that pretty much wraps it up, uh, for today's, So we got a lot of stuff done real quick. Good for us, dude. Ooh, fancy <laughs> pants. Um, but it's my yeah son's birthday weird. so I don't want to be I don't want to be away from him too long so exactly yeah no I just uh, considering how inefficient we are with time usually we really crushed it today with efficiency mm. <laughs> go us um, go. well actually I guess the, our pre-show was separated that's why um, mm-hmm. but yeah anyways we'll go ahead and have this thing uploaded for all you patrons um, very soon uh, it'll be a separate file uh, for the the pre-show so make sure that you get Both, if you want to listen to the show and the pre-show, just look back and make sure you do that. And, yeah, that's pretty much going to wrap it up for today. Thank you all so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Mug, and thank you so much for coming, as always. Thank you. And we will see you guys next week. Peace.